Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the friend zone. Hey. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're gonna have a good time, but it's the friend zone. You got because it. Because Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. You gotta hit the end. Friend zone. Oh, yeah. And once again, thank you to Andrew Forsyth. Forsyth, more like foresight, as in uh, good on you, Andrew, for having the foresight to revamp the friend zone theme. Hello, welcome along. We just recorded the intro twice. We've never done it before. You came in so hot with that joke. This is what it would be like if we scripted the show. Guy coming in so hot. It's better. <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for weeks. Uh, it's it's a stinking hot Auckland afternoon. Tim and I sat next to each other in a cu- couple of lounges. Um and just we're we're dying. This is an email. This is what I call the email special. We're we're neglecting the Facebook today. We're just reading oh, emails. Really? Absolutely, I didn't know that. That's awesome. What a great um, bit of decision making. Can I say it's a good thing that um we can't record smells yet because I stink to high heaven on this hot Auckland. Uh, what day. do you smell like, and why do you smell sweat, humidity? Have you showered today? Yeah. Did you put on deodorant? Every day. Yeah. Put on deodorant every day. Do you know, I don't know that I shower every day. How often do you think you shower on average? By the way, this is video recorded for the Patreon pals. Some people told me to let them know at the top of the episode so that if they're listening on the podcast, they can rush to the computer instead. Ah, oh, well, I will say this for those of you watching along uh, or listening along. I'm wearing what I think is the, my funniest and best T-shirt today. Let's get that mic out of the way. Let's get a shot of the. Can we get it? go to Cam 2? Can we get a shot of the shirt? <laughs> There's no operator or second no, camera. No, we got you, though. Yeah. Uh, so... If you want to know what it says, but you're only listening, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> a little Patreon only. We have um, we've become capitalist pig dogs, and I'm here for it. Well, out of what I would describe as absolute necessity. How often do you think you shower per week? At least five. And I would say I shower... Um, I, 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 I'm not gross. It's just sometimes I go for a swim in the ocean, I'll be like... I, I like feeling salty. Mm. I don't want to have a shower. We bought a paddling pool yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I fully Not submerged. you and I. No. Uh, you and someone else. Yes. Who will remain a mystery. And I fully submerged myself. I was physically forced into the paddling pool and forced under. But then I realized I hadn't had a shower in the morning. And I didn't have a shower at night because I was like, I've been submerged. That's all I'm looking for. My whole body to get wet. Wow. I don't generate a lot of smells either. 
You know, I haven't even noticed you to be a smelly man. And we've been in close proximity. We've been in close quarters a lot. Except the occasional fart when uh, maybe we've been at festival time and everyone's diets are pretty off and there's a yeah. stratospheric uptake in alcohol. This is the norm. Yeah, I've ripped some absolute stinkers. Some bad times. Um, well, I like this. The email special. Yeah. You want the first one? Sure. Oh, this has got a picture. I can describe pictures. Quick missive to Montbat. Apparently, Santa Cruz and its newish comedy club slash experimental theater showed up for Rob. I feel that the United States of America is slipping. Signs of the Amir apocalypse are everywhere. I didn't expect them to show up so close to home. Can either of you fella boys explain to me what is going on? Respectfully, Alex from Santa Cruz, California. P.S. I'm renting one of those purple and green juicy vans for an upcoming trip to southwest Utah and called the juicy folks to ask a question. The loveliest Kiwi-accented person answered the phone and I pretty much swooned. I don't think I'm alone. Among the legions of your friendly fans around the world, I'm hoisting you two as the premier representatives of your entire country and its legendary linguistic lusciousness. The two of you are NZ. Does anyone else in New Zealand know what this is? Or is it just us, worst idea of all timers? I know it's a big place, but there are still more sheep than people, if I'm not mistaken. Should I indulge my impulse to ask every New Zealander I come across if they know you? I'll take my answer off the year. Well, you're going to get it on the year. And? Alex. Do you think Very few people know who we are. I would recommend asking anyway. Which I prefer. It would increase the satisfaction when someone did know, and you'd be like, wow, this really paid off. And it would just be a minor inconvenience for other New Zealanders who take everything in stride. Let me give the camera a shot of the picture, which I should have done while you were talking. It's a picture of uh, Rob Schneider, and he appears to be aware of the camera, looking at the camera no less. And it says, uh, DNA's Comedy Lab and Experimental Theatre. He's sold out. And this was on October 7th, 2019. Seems like some posters have the word sold out printed on them. And then it's like, what's the point of the poster existing? You'd expect Rob Schneider to sell. What, what size room do you think Rob Schneider would comfortably sell out? 380 people. It's too big for mine. How many people do you think Rob Schneider could sell out to? 200. 200 seat theatre. You sell out to a 200 seat theatre. Yeah, but, uh, you haven't made multi-million dollar movies with Adam Sandler. That's or as true. far as I know, I have a deal with Netflix to make any sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, Rob Schneider's a fucking superstar. I just don't know who his fan base is, is the confusing thing. Like, in terms of, a, like, what kind of person is fucking jazzed about Rob Schneider rolling into town for a live show? That's what I don't Me get. when I was younger, I guess? When you interviewed him, were you jazzed? A whole bunch of time travellers? No. Even then it was off the boil, and that was a long time ago. Uh, The subject heading of this email is 51st Dates. Tim. Well, guess what? This is Guy. Tim. Hello again, friend. I'm in a hotel and set it on watching 51st Dates as my watch before bed movie instead of something good. Mm. In this gem, Drew Barrymore can't make short-term memories, so she's living Groundhog Day but without the perks. She thinks it's her dad's birthday every day. Her dad and brother pretend it is his birthday too because it's easier than explaining to Drew that she is stuck. To my point... She gives her dad the sixth sense, and guess what? She suggests every freaking day that they watch the movie. And they watch it. Sandler had the idea for the worst idea of all time before anyone, and he didn't know it. Or did he? Maybe he does this with every Happy Madison production. Inception. Sweet dreams. Scotty. That is a really good point. 
I like that. Uh, Sandler, he sowed the seed for this entire operation. Have you seen Fifty First Dates? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. It was fine, you know. Yeah, it was one. It's sort of it's a comfortably mid tier film. I've also seen uh, Sandler talk about it. I think on Conan, he was like, "Yeah, I wanted to go to Hawaii for a holiday." Yeah, I, I saw that interview, <laughs> and so they made a movie that was set there. Great approach, legend. I think he does it um, all the time. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely does. Because that's what grown ups was, right? Or yeah, grown ups holiday at least. with his mates. Uh, well, Scott, that's a, a it's a sage observation and. I mean, How do you feel about that, that Adam Sandler potentially, not put us up to this, but sort of created the environment for it to happen? Good. I, feel I respect the Sandman. It. Yeah. I think, and I've probably said some pretty gnarly things in the throes of despair in mm. season one, but as it exists, on the, on the body of work he's created and the amount of joy he's given me and, you know, the sort of the, the, the basis of some of my career, yeah. that his hard work is also... In quite a roundabout way provided. Oh, he's about to vomit then, so he can't bring himself to say the words. The Sandman deserves all the money he gets. Absolutely. Say it out loud. Say those words. The Sandman deserves all the money he gets. Ah. Without a qualm. I say that. With no qualms. I think he earns too much, in spite of the fact that he is talented, but he Mm. seems obscenely rich. William says... Dear Frosty Fellas, I thought I ought to write to you to let you know about a very special episode of The Worst Idea of All Time I had in my dreams last night. Oh, wow. You two boys had just... I like the idea that something is like canon to the person, even if it's in a dream. Yeah. You know, like, I saw the sequel to Titanic um, last night while I was asleep. And that, so, but, but the memory of the sequel to Titanic remains with you. Yeah. And it's canon in the Titanic universe. For me, it is. What happened? You two boys uh, had just been to see the, the-, the theatrical re release of Sex in the City 2. Apparently, it was a breath of fresh air for both of you, and the film was greatly improved by the removal of the song What a Man by Salt and Pepper. Not in the movie, but continue. Y- yeah. But it's a dream. Uh, yep. Despite the song not being in the film in the first place. I mean... Beat you to it in your own email. Fucking up your game. William was way ahead of us. You jokingly described it as, quote, completely different to any other film we'd seen, end quote. I suspect this comment may have something to do with Mr. Big actually walking down the aisle with Carrie as Guy suspected he would. Again, despite this occurring in the first movie, not the second. Okay. Dreams, like the plot of those movies, don't always make sense. That's all the Dreamcast I remember, but I wonder what else was cut differently in the re-release. Perhaps MPK, much like George Lucas, lacked the technology at the time to properly portray scenes like the first battle between Dickbot and Brady. Hashtag Dickbot shot first. I uh, I love that you boys still entertain me. Even when it's just amusing of my subconscious. What is SMN short for? Shaking my knees. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's from your fan, William A. from Across the Ditch, which I suspect is for Australia. That's what the A stands for in William. Absolutely. Uh, this is a quick one. I'm not original Dreams. here. You had a good dream recently? Like, William, do you dream about podcasts? I've been having uh, dreamless sleeps lately. I've been waking up groggy, too. And I've been looking after myself. I don't understand what's going on. I guess maybe I'm just tired. I've heard that when uh, 
people get really into weed, they stop dreaming. Are you getting really into weed recently? No, not at all. I'm probably, I'm not smoking, I'm probably smoking a bit less than usual. Like, I'm not smoking at night because I've been waking up groggy and I'm like, I I feel like there's a connection there. Uh, I don't know what it is. Although I've I've heard of when people stop smoking weed that they have very immersive and intensive dreams. Yes. Like when people completely go off the stuff. Same when you stop smoking. But I can't remember if that's from stopping smoking or if you use Champix. I don't know. I think it might be the Champix. Champix. It's a Nicotine stop smoking oh, Okay, yeah. Um, it's a gum. What was your last dream? Can't remember. I'm not good at remembering them. They're usually pretty abstract. Mm. A real artist. Yeah, always, at all times, even uh, while sleeping. Hello, boys. I'm not original hello. here. I was listening to season one for the second time, which is beautiful. I think you should make more podcasts... While walking outside, the audio may be slightly worse, but as someone who's had to deal with several inches of snow the last couple of weeks, I greatly appreciate hearing someone who can be outside. Also, you sound more hopeful. (laughs) All the best. Say my name if I put it in here somehow. John. Simple, to the point. Something that I would enjoy. I mean, we've got the door open for today's record because it's so hot. And oh, yeah. you're probably hearing a couple of uh, cicadas sort of uh, drifting through the door. And I it's actually, so I love that. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I love Atmos. I love hearing sort of background noise. I like knowing there's action activity. I like it on a radio show when you can hear people on mic and then you hear someone just off mic being like, oh, come on, Greg, fucking sort it out, mate. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what chaos is going on in there? Like, I like that party energy. Yeah. I like the feel of something happening. Beyond, I, I mean, and at different times I do enjoy like just a very high-end audio product, but there's something to that extra element that really spins my wheels. In fact, uh, we were sort of bemoaning the fact the other day you brought up that the uh, podcast but outside idea is so good. Podcast but outside. If you don't know it, it's a podcast hosted by Andrew Michan, who's an LA-based comic, and another guy whose name I can't remember. Very rudely, actually, but he's more successful, I think, or more. He's got more. Well, fuck him, then. He's he got deserves, more clout online. Yeah, he so deserves he, to be taken down. He's a doing all right, uh, but it's a great podcast. It's a podcast, but they're called outside. They set up in different areas, and they pay people who stop and talk to them a dollar. So they'll pay you a dollar to be their guest. It's fucking genius, and it's just a perfect premise. Uh, well executed. So we're if you very do, jealous that yeah, we didn't think of it. If you do want uh, more podcasts outside, I send you there. Thank you, John. Scott writes. Tim, me again, to drive you crazy. Your Hoodie Balloon Coffee Guy segment during the 53rd watch of Sex in the City 2 was amazing. I laughed a lot on the train and looked like a crazy person. It's fine. It's normal on the train. Wanted you to know you're not far off the truth. Hot air balloon races are a thing. Here's a great example if you're looking for a reason to come to the States next year. Make it this. They rise, float, drop beanbags on their targets and try to land in an assigned location. The suspense is out of this world because the balloons are slow. Love you guys. Thanks again for all the work. Scotty. Would you go on a hot air balloon? Uh, oh, that's a good question. It's like a terrifying version of a slow helicopter. Too much openness to fall out of. You're just in a basket. I would love it. I, I really like heights. I'm not great with heights. Mm. I'm all right. Don't no, love pe- them. People who say they're all right and don't love them, they're not good with heights. Yeah. Not terrible. 
I um, have mentioned this previously on the podcast, but I did develop briefly a fear of flying after a um, circus ride, a carnival ride that I went on in Sydney, the Sydney Royal Easter Show. It was haphazard and too fast and seemed life-threateningly dangerous. That sounds like you should probably spend less time on carnival rides than aeroplanes. Yeah, true. But it it was just the whole advent really stuck with me, psychologically scarred me. He's um, also uh, given us a link for the... Reno balloon race in a schedule of the racing. It's in Sep- September. Yeah, September 11. September to- 11. Is that when you want to do your balloon race? Apparently, yes. 100% yes. I've never heard of any hot air balloon crashes occurring in Reno on September 11. I can't Nor think I. of a safer place. This email is entitled Death Blart Rules. Yes. My absolute favorite podcast is Till Death Does Blart, and I wanted to tell you how much joy your dumb stuff brings to my life. I've been listening back through season one of The Worst Saturday of All Time, and the consistently funniest part I've ever heard is the episode where you wrote Grown Ups 2 from memory and performed it. You guys rule. Keep yourself mentally healthy, and your viral <laughs> marketing of The Knife Made Me Buy One. My wife hates it. <laughs> Lane. <laughs> I love that. Tim is a, I guess, you know, it's not a totally unforeseen pivot, but not just a knife guy, but a knife sort of... Spokesperson, not yeah. connoisseur. I don't think you know enough about knives to be a connoisseur. You, you're a knife enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, I'm a knife enthusiast. I don't, how many people do you think have bought a knife on the back of your enthusiasm? How good would it be for me to get business cards made that are like beautiful and embossed in nice um, font, and it just says Tim Bear, amateur knife enthusiast. I think with my email address, comedian and knife guy. No, 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 no comedian, just amateur knife enthusiast. <laughs> That's the title. It's really good. That's all it is. You should genuinely get them printed. Yeah, okay, cool. Business cards aren't that much. I should get someone to d- do a nice job on designing one up. Just like the Patrick Bateman one in uh, American Psycho. Part out. Really nice, simple, gold embossed. Print them out. Hand them out at comedy show, at the start of your comedy shows. Yeah, that's great. Hand them out and then do a bunch of really ropey knife tricks to kick <laughs> things off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Hiya. Long-time listener of two deaths. Wait. Oh, no, this is different. Long-time listener of Till Death Do Us Blight here. All five episodes. We must have hit the bit of the year where Death Blight had just come mm. out, and that is true because this is from the 23rd of December. I was watching Seth Rogen in a GQ interview where he breaks down his career. He mentions near the end that his movie Observe and Report about a bipolar narcissistic mall cop was hurt by Paul Blart releasing just ahead of it, and he later learned that the Blart people had got a hold of the script and ripped it off. I just thought I'd bring this information to the only people in the world to whom it's relevant. I won't email the interview because links and email should never be clicked. But searching YouTube for the Seth breakdown brings you right there. Timestamp, 35 minutes, 23 seconds. Again, thanks for being a comedic genius. Oh, I guess that's for all five of us. For being a comedic genius. I look forward to many more years of blight with you all. And that is from R. R-A. No, that sounds like it's for you because... A comedic genius is very much the singular. It's not a multiple... Could be for you, though, you know? You know what I'm saying? Makes a lot of sense. Hey, John, who I think was the same John from before, said, David Spade, Netflix movie father of the year. Just do not watch it. It's mediocre. (laughs) Just a a nice heads up. (laughs) That's the email. Oh, wow. That name looks familiar to me. Uh, It's because they share the name with a comedian. Ah, yes. From Uh, Aussie, eh? Yes. Friend, I went to his show. It was good. <clears throat> Friend zone recaps, but this is a different guy. It's Dan Connell. That's the name. Tim Daniel Gu- Connell had a great show last year at Melbourne. He's a very funny great. guy. Tim and Guy, I wanted to thank you from the deepest of my heart for the series My Week with Cats. This email was sent before your first watch has been released. Ah, yay. I, like yourselves, had limited knowledge of Cats and a general dislike for the show, despite being a real big fan of most musicals. When I saw it for the first time, I was sober, but felt... Very high. <laughs> and this is a, in terms of grammar, this is an ordinarily written email, but they have capitalized the V in very. And so to emphasize that within their sobriety, they didn't just feel high. They felt very, very high. With literally a capital V. So the next time, I wanted to be properly high. Inspired <laughs> by the 2017 episode Till Death Does Blart, I decided it was best to take 20 milligrams of edibles and bring my noise-canceling headphones to try Dark Side of the Moon with cats. Wow. It worked some of the time, as you might expect. The silent <laughs> ballet worked really well with time. <laughs> Holy shit! I deeply enjoyed my Dark Side of the Heavy Side layer, Dark Side <laughs> of the Jellicles, Dark Side of the Cat. Here's a wonderful article by the Washington Post that interviewed me about this and plenty of others about seeing cats high Did as you balls. The Washington Post? Yeah. It's a legit news outlet. It might isn't be it? something you fellas might enjoy to read. And then it's a link to a Washington Post article called People Are Seeing Cats While High Out of Their Minds. These are their stories. <laughs> That's a great article by Bezos' own yeah. shit rag. Say my name. He wipes his ass with it because he's Dan a billionaire. Connell. Um, That's great, Dan. I like and also that means experimenting with the that form. email represents us crashing into the year 2020, yeah, which is very exciting. Yeah, happy decade, everyone! This is what you get in the email special. 
you get an accelerated timeline towards the present day. This is good. We're going to run out of runway soon, which is just in time for our release of season three of Hosting. Oh, yes. Starring Guy Montgomery and Carlo Ritchie, a couple of guys who just love having each other around at their respective houses. That's right. And chronicling all the fun that ensues therein. It's a podcast about hosting. Whether you're a guest or a host, there's always more you can know to make someone stay more enjoyable and more comfortable. And, you know... It doesn't matter how many times you've done it. We've all got more to learn. And so this is probably one of the only podcasts that really concentrates on that experience. And, uh, you know, there's seven episodes, so you you get to experience an entire week of the hosting experience, both as guest and host. Uh, This most recent season sees me hosting Carlo Ritchie in my small apartment in New York City. Uh, Please give it a listen. I think you're going to have a lot of fun and you're going to learn a lot of stuff. You can catch up as well on the first two seasons on Hosting's own stream. We're putting the new episode out on the Worst yeah. Idea stream as well. So, so yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's just called Hosting. If you look up Hosting Podcast or Hosting Guy Montgomery in your podcast provider or app, you should find what you're looking for. Arthur has had us with a message that has the subject line, Kevin James's dark cold eyes. She's got Kevin James's dark cold eyes and he'll hurt you. Anyway. To whom it may concern, I'm at a cafe which is playing King of Queens on a flat screen television at the moment. I glanced up at it to see Kevin James sitting on an airplane with Jerry Stiller, who said, If I was lucky, I wouldn't be so fat. And soon after, I can't hear you. You're too fat. Kevin James barely emoted. He looked so haunting. TV is bad. Thank you for your service. Looking forward to your cat's coverage. Love, Arthur. Thanks, Arthur. King of Queens was a really long-running sitcom that also starred Patton Oswalt in, like, a B-roll. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Doesn't that seem crazy? I guess. He's, like, one of the most... I guess, no, people work with everyone. Patton, in, in particular, Patton Oswalt seems like the kind of guy who, like, just fucking works like the clappers as well. Yeah. He's always... Like, he puts out quite a lot of specials in there to such a high caliber. He does so much voice work. You know, he pops up in, in films and whatnot. He's really good. He is good. And he seems like a genuinely lovely man. He's a force for good, yeah. Him him is Remy the Rat is one of the all-time great. I've uh, never seen Ratatouille. I've never seen Don't it. say that around Joseph Moore. Yeah, My he, God. That's his favorite movie, I reckon, eh? He went to Euro Disney and went... There's a, a restaurant at Euro Disney, which is the restaurant from Ratatouille. And it's all to scale. So you eat as though you are the size... You eat... As if you're the mouse? As if you're a rat. Yeah, so everything's big. What? I and probably get, should have known it was a You can order like a seven-course meal or something, and the last meal is the ratatouille from ratatouille. Wow. And Joseph Moore talks about this as though he simultaneously married and gave life. Like, it's... He talks about it with such reverence. There's no way any other day or experience will top this for him. Wow. The guy loves the film. Sean. Five bucks our way. Fuck. Thanks, Sean. You go get them, boys. Use this and buy a little candy and stay positive. Uh, Cats. You did. Uh, you were doing perfectly. Did I do a funny? You fucking did, Sean. Here's to you. Thank I'd you. I drink some alcohol if I had some on me. Thank I you, Sean. I feel like a drink at the moment. Oh, another another donation. So and this one is uh, whoa. This one is. 200 US dollars. Holy shit. This comes from Margot. Hold. Stop everything. 
Stop everything. How do we deal with that? It's so much. It's a lot. I'll read the message and then we'll, we'll make an analysis because they might provide context. As okay, to... okay. Frosty fellas, here's 20 bucks. Uh-oh. No, no, just tricking. I have fun. We have fun. Hey, Frosty fellas. That, that really scared the shit yeah. out of me. It seems like something I would do. Be like, yeah, I'll just give. Oh, my God. Yeah. How did $20,000 exit my account? Hey, Frosty fellows. I've been meaning to donate for a long while, and your current descent into expensive madness for our benefit with cats was a good reminder for me to do so. Your podcast brings me great joy and comfort, even through dark times. And that's that's it. Margot. It's two hundred dollars just slammed right Margo, into the you, worst idea of all time account. Talk about funding the fucking fellas. You paid for the whole excursion of cat. That's on you. Everyone who enjoyed Tim and Guy and everyone else's jaunt through cats through the Jalical Lair. To Margot, we owe it. Or and Leia. also, it's to Margot. Margot has embraced something that I wish you know me undies and blaze pizza would look into which is paying that sort the boys. of paying the boys but it's also that reverse invoice it's if you build it they will pay you yeah podcasting and here's an example of us doing something that no one asked for and paying for it out of our own pocket and someone rising to the occasion and sort of saying you're worth it that's fucking sick and it's how the economy is going to start working now you know, there's a little company you may have heard of called Enron, which was a real trailblazer, really ahead of its time. In fact, I would go so far as to say the biggest issue they had was being too ahead of their day. Uh, unfortunately, they were, I think at the time, the largest company in America managed to unravel inside of three weeks when some of their financial statements started getting picked apart by a certain pesky reporter asking questions. Yeah. However... They developed an incredible, innovative way of doing their accounting called mark-to-market, which is when you guess how much money you're going to make and then report on it as if you've already made the profits. The lesson, and as always... I feel a, a system that we've adopted. Yeah. And the market's got to just come on board and follow you. 100%. percent you got to play the game. Two things to take away from this. Number one... Enron were hard done by. Yes. They should still be out there. Justice for skilling. Justice for skilling. And secondly, you can't trust the fourth estate. Reporters will ask too many questions until the whole fucking house comes down. Leave it out, reporters. Leave it out. If a company tells you some information, <laughs> believe it at face value. Keep your fucking beak out of their rubbish. If there is one contribution I could leave on the earth, like... All of the podcasts, all of the shows, all of the whatever I've done, it seriously would be just big ups in corporations and getting journalists to lay the fuck off these rich yeah. companies. They're doing a lot. Why don't you why don't you report report to us on what's what's in your bloody garbage in your trash can, you <laughs> pieces of shit. Hey Tim and Guy, I just popped I just wanted to pop in and say Thanks for the mini-series on cats and to donate a few bucks to one of my favourite podcasts. You're both an absolute pleasure to listen to. Cheers, Bob. Ah, thanks, Bob. Bob Dezeel. Fucking good name that I might be mispronouncing based on that spelling. Dezeel? No, that's that's uh, that's not Bob. This is Rachel. That's not Dezeel. This is... Is it Donazel? <laughs> Where does it say Rachel. No, he's <laughs> fucking with me, everyone. No, and there's, a, pic- there's a picture. <laughs> there's a really, really cool picture. Um, you know, this is being video day. I could just show the camera. Yeah, and then you'd be see. revealed to be a liar. This one comes from, oh, this is also from Bob. <laughs> it's the same email. All right, here we go. We could probably wrap up on this one, I reckon. All right. This All is right. Andrew Forsyth. Oh, with the theme song? Yeah, but 
Oh, no, it's, it just opened it. It's not what I was trying to open. I was trying to open this one from Jack. You were right, mate. The subject line is, you inspired us to do something awful. Hey, Tim, how hey, goes Jack. it? I'll tell you how it goes. He's going fine. I'm sure you get emails like this all the time, but figured I'd chance my arm anyways. My name's Jack. I'm a student living in Dublin, Ireland, and one of my main pastimes is... I'm drum rolling. I don't know if you can hear that. Jerking it. No, watching films. Lots and lots of films. Why put that on someone, man? They're coming into our house. You're not being a good host. I'd wager anything that Jack Rudden loves to jerk it. And a big part of hosting is encouraging those in your vicinity vicinity to, if you got it, jerk it. Okay. A friend of mine introduced me to the worst idea of all time. And to put it lightly, I jerked it. I fell in love with the podcast. (laughs) One thing led to another. And myself, the aforementioned friend, also called Jack, and a third friend, Rob, decided to... Jerk it. Start our own podcast, very much influenced by the premise of the worst idea of all time. For the next calendar year, we are... Jerking it. Watching one of the three, yes, three Mr. Bean movies every week <laughs> and discussing them on the podcast. As I said before, I'm chancing my arm and figuring that on the off chance that you had any interest in checking out the podcast, I'd send you a link. So below is a vi- video of us jerking it and a link to what is effectively our worst area of all time, otherwise known as a three-bean salad. <laughs> That's a funny name. Hopefully hear from you soon. Kindest regards. Yeah, it is funny. And best wishes, Jack Rudden. Good As job I on the can't name. can't ruddy stop jerking it. Three-bean salad. Shall I send an automated response to Jack? Here's what Gmail has offered me. Yeah. Thanks, I'll check it out. Thoughts? Or cool, I'll check it out. That's pretty good. Well done, AI. I got... I got it. Don't to s- send. I got it to send thoughts. Okay, that's thoughts. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Hopefully, he listens to the podcast before. He- well, he won't. He'll get that email right now. Unexpected. <laughs> glad you're enjoying yourself. So am I. I think but that's it for the friend zone. Important to introduce real world consequences to this real world activity of hanging out with a couple of pals. Hello, who's the? Oh, it's the end of the show. It's for you. <laughs> oh. Hiya. Well, before we go, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone for listening. Tim actually has some upcoming tour dates for his live stand-up comedy performance, and I would highly recommend going to check him out. Christchurch, March the 13th. Dunedin, March the 15th. And then Melbourne. We're go- both going to be Melbourne for Oct- uh, April onwards. Where's October coming from? I don't know. And Any- then Sydney. You're going? I'm going. I'm going to Sydney. We're both going. And then... Wellington and Auckland. We're both doing it. Tim's show is called Classy Warfare. You can find tickets at timbat.co.nz. And Guy's show is called Jerkin' It on stage. And you can get tickets from jerkinit.xxx. Yeah, or if you look up Pornhub, Jerkin' It, I should be the third most popular video, unless something drastic has changed. Uh, and Let's get them to number one, everybody. I've embedded the ticket link in the comment section of that video. Yeah, you in fact, all this talk of jerking, it's making me pretty fucking chubbed up right now. I might just flop out my hog. Rightio. And start jerking it. Cool. Okay, well, let's leave him to it, everybody. This has been the worst friend zone ever. Don't forget, if you're on the Patreon, you can actually watch me jerking it right now. And thank you again so much to Margot, who now posthumously has funded the cats. Posthumously? Yeah. For the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's Not for Margot. I'd sincerely hope for the podcast. Thanks, everyone. 
If you got it, jerk it. That's what I say. Well, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. It's the friend zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.